Are you ready to start living and creating your life from possibility, joy, and ease? What if every day could be a miraculous adventure? Welcome to Creating Beyond Reality Radio. Join us for a dynamic conversation of creation and possibility. Now, here is our host, creatress of magnitude, Heather Nichols. Welcome, everybody, to Creating Beyond Reality Radio. This is Heather Nichols, and we're here this week with Miss Jenny B, somebody that I adore, that I have been playing with for a very long time in lots of different ways, Um, somebody who's contributed massively to my world. Jenny is an access consciousness facilitator, an X-Men facilitator, a facilitator of just so many amazing different things and awarenesses and such a unique and phenomenal being in the world. Um, And we're going to be talking today about unhide, unhiding, being an X-Men and beyond. Welcome, Jenny. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and meet everyone that's listening to this in an energetic way. Mm-hmm. Um, what I usually say at the beginning of all my classes is that people listen to the words that I say and sometimes it doesn't quite translate. So I'm going to ask everyone if they'd be willing to hear me in a different way beyond their ears. Do you mean that you're asking people to already step into their X-Men capacities right now in the first two minutes of the show. I would love that. (laughs) Whatever you do, people, don't do it. You can't do it. (laughs) Yeah. And so let's, um, I love that. That's really brilliant because there there is like with these conversations and there's just so much energetically that goes on, especially when you're playing with an X-Men conversation and, um, you know, anybody who's drawn to listening is probably going to have some capacities <laughs> that they are not aware. Exactly. Um, and, and for those who have stumbled upon this and they're like, X-Men, what the hell are you talking about? Um, can you give a little? Yeah, yeah. totally. So um, this is my exploration with um, – access consciousness tools and the speciality of access consciousness one of the specialities is called access x-men and basically it's it's where um children and adults around the world have always functioned slightly different in a different way they've been labeled with various labels of illness or diagnosis or misdiagnosis like adhd autism ocd um, as well as like disabilities with hearing, sight, impairment, um, and just different diagnoses where we're really looking at the evolution of the species and what is it that these people know about the world in general that we have never, ever even looked at. And Mm. they're beginning to look at things differently and be aware of things that we can't even tap into. But if we allow their awareness in our world, then it can open up our awareness and our way to be in the world differently. Hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, you know, also, I always like to throw in there, too, you know, that X-Men are also, I mean, defining X-Men is just a funny thing because the whole thing <laughs> is about undefined. Um, uh, you know, I, I didn't know how much of an X-Men I was for, a, like, a very long time most of my life because I hadn't been labeled. I hadn't been diagnosed. I hadn't been... 
I fit very well into this reality. I did college and graduate school and marriage and family and job and all that stuff, you know? Um, and so it's like, yeah, I mean, and I feel like this, this uh, for those, some people listening to this may have been part of this uh, being an X-Men um, class that Dr. Dane Hare did during the Global Foundation a few weeks ago. Um, and I felt like he really opened up this conversation in the world in a different way by showing us, like you were talking about in the beginning, like really showing people, showing us the capacities that we all have that are different, that are beyond this reality. And so what if it's not about, am I an X-Men? Am I not? Is this person an X-Men? Are they not? But this conversation is so much about what is, what to me, it's like everywhere that you've decided you're wrong, what if that's everywhere that you're actually strong and brilliant and aware of a different future? And yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's made a huge difference in my life. There's a part here for me, like, you know, as a child, I was always like striving to be, you know, that beauty in the corner that was elegant and fine. And, and in doing so, I would negate everywhere where I was at and saw myself as like my mum would call me the fairy elephant. You know, I was a kid that came home from school that had one pigtail up and one pigtail down. You know, my socks were akimbo. I had scars on my knees because I fell or I was playing skipping rope or whatever. And there was all this like energy that I was that couldn't be contained. But I always saw that as wrong, that it was too much and I had to shut myself down. So really like the X-Men of the world are the ones that are so different, the ones that try and fit themselves however much as they can into that square peg in the square hole. They will never, ever, ever fit. Yeah, They're always something different. And really exactly what you said, it's about that where, you know, we're taught as a child that we begin to be wrong by not coming home with, you know, like clean face and perfect hair or whatever. There was no real, um, it wasn't ladylike, or it wasn't the mm -hmm. right thing for a girl to do. And mm -hmm. like literally I grew up being a tomboy because that's the way I climbed trees. You know, if I went out in a skirt, I still came back with skint knees because I climbed trees. That was my joy. Um, <laughs> or I roll about in the mud and my best friends were boys. That's where it was. And it was not a... a, a an elimination of the girls in the world, but the girls in the world to me just didn't want to play in a way that gave me enjoyment. They didn't like the rough and tumble. They wanted to be pushing dolls. What we have is like doll prams where you walk up and down the garden with these little dolls and prams and push them around. And that wasn't me. Yeah. So, yeah. so but the whole thing about like really being like different starts early early on and like we're taught from the world around us who we should be and how we should conform to the world and that's a bit of the energetic thing that I wanted to talk about is where we actually squish ourselves into hiding who we are in favor of who we should be mm -hmm. and yeah go on I got that yeah well um you know, I, I, had, I had this realization a few years ago, or I don't know, what, at some point it was like, God, I've been looking, and I think so many of us look out into the world to try to see ourselves. Like, to, it's like, 
there's all this stuff that goes on in our inner world and this awareness that we have. And then we look out there to go, is this correct? Is this right? Is this how things are here? You know, and, and especially for X-Men because we're sort of like aliens, you know, landed in this strange land where we're like, uh, I don't quite get how things work around here, you know, because X-Men don't, know how to do judgment. They just are really, really aware of everybody else's judgments, you know? And, um, and so I remember for me as a kid, just really going, okay, so I guess I need to like kind of mimic everybody else and really get into their world to understand how to be on the planet, you know? And, and if these things that are going on in my awareness and my inner world, I don't see out there anywhere then I just must be wrong. I must be, you know, fucked up in some way. And uh, I'll just, I will. It's like, that's where, to me, that's where in my life, that's where the hiding began was, okay, well, I don't see this and I don't see this and I don't see this level of intensity and I don't see this kind of joy and I don't see this lack of judgment and I, don't, and I didn't have words for it, but I didn't see anybody being it in the world. And so it just was like, all right, well, Apparently, this isn't, isn't actually how things go around here. So I'm going to tuck this away. And, you know, as we do that, we just, we so diminish our lives and the world and the contribution that we can be. Um, totally. And the joy. Yeah. It's just like the, yeah. the joy went out my world. When I started shutting me down, the joy yeah. just went. Yeah. Because I, I couldn't be me. I just wasn't allowed to be me. And, like, how do you be you without the joy of the, the playfulness and the just being with everything? Um, and I love what you said there really about how you, you morphed. Um, and f- for me, there's, there's, like, a real energetic thing that we call an X-Men called chameleon where we actually adapt to the world around us and how we can be with the world um, that makes it easier on everybody else. Mm. I'm going to say that bit again because it's like really about being kind to everyone else in favor of actually pushing ourselves into this sort of hole or, or shape that fits in the world to make everyone else happy. <laughs> <laughs> and so how much do you... And how much does everyone else listening here actually begin to close themselves down or shut themselves off? Um, and when, what age did you give up your awareness of being you and allow yourselves to be you? What age was that? And you may get a number, you may not. And I've got someone coming to my door. So I'm just be five. <laughs> yeah. Every age. <laughs> Exactly. And it's like, it's not something that just happens and then we lose it. It's a slow erosion of like who we are and we cut it off more and more and more and more and more and more and more until we forget that joy, that laughter, that play. And what if that is actually one of the most valuable energies in the world? You know, being that, uh, being that, uh, being the joy that nobody else is willing to be. And, uh, yeah, sorry about that. There was a bit of noise here, um, with something else going on and, um, hopefully that'll be silent now. So I apologize if there was any dogs barking in the background there. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) And what contribution is that? So 
there's something about the erosion of you and the, the hiding of you because when we, when we begin to shut ourselves off, it's not a cognitive thing. It's not like I'll shut that part of me down because that cannot be received. It's not something that goes through your head. It's something you stop being being in the world um, because you're not allowed to. No one else is allowing you to. Or like you said earlier on, and this is really pertinent, because like we, we duplicate or we copy that in the world around us. It's actually okay to be that. We can be that in the world. We won't get, you know, um, being British, hung down and quartered for that. <laughs> <laughs> so you won't get, uh, you know, your head cut off for being that energy. You're okay to be that because it's in the world around. But what happens with these um, people that are have abilities or have different ways is they, they hide them. Um, and there's a lot of X-Men that are aware of different energies, they're aware of um, like voices or they're aware of entities or they're aware of trees or they're aware of like the earth talking to them or the thrum of like satellites in the, in the distance or there's always Body. something going on. Bodies, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Bodies talk to me all the time. And the more that our world is ramping up with like electronics and like the information from telephones, it's just like, what is it that we can tap into that is around us in the world that we don't always acknowledge, that we're not taught to acknowledge? Yeah. And, and, and part of that is where that we try and talk about these things with others and they're like, that, what are you on about? You know, what is that that you're trying to explain here? Um, and the word mad or um, stupid or wrong comes up a lot. Um, so there's, there's something about that I'd like to tap into, Heather. I don't know if you've got anything to add to that, like the, the sort of where the people choose to be shut down rather than actually be themselves is because of peer pressure, but because your family or your school friends or, you know, like work colleagues are similar um, and they view that as wrong to be that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, you know, I mean, even today, I've, I, this morning, I had a really great conversation with a friend who is actually also an X-Men facilitator. <laughs> I was like, I need to talk to an X-Men friend. Um, and uh, just about, like, I had gotten to this space where um, I was like, I was getting really, really irritated, really agitated, really pissed off, um, really grumpy, like just not me. You know, when I'm being me, I'm happy, I'm energized, I'm creating. There's a real flow in my world and it just wasn't there for a while. And, uh, and it kind of got, like yesterday, it got really turned up for me. And I was just like, I didn't want to do anything and I was aware of a lot of things and I was making myself wrong, but really just aware of like the judgments of everybody around me. And, um, and I realized that through this amazing conversation, I, it was like, oh man, I have been so trying to fit myself into what everybody else has decided and ever, everybody else seems to sort of agree upon unconsciously, you know, um, is like the right, good, perfect, and co correct way to be in the world, to show up in the world, to, um, you know, be with work, to be with all these different projects that I'm working on. And I had like gone into everybody's worlds and was like trying to do and be how everybody else was trying to do and be. And 
and you know when we don't be ourselves and we when we when we go into the judgment of everybody else and we think that it's ours and you know turn it into this judgment of ourselves which is so weird because x-men don't even really know how to do that in a way um it's it's really it's what i've seen is it's the more aware i become and you know a lot of it is just taking lots of access classes and being in these conversations all the time and choosing more the more aware i become the more intense those spaces are and i was just yesterday was not a good day in my world and um and i realized oh my god it's like there's there's all of this difference that i be like there's so many things that I know are possible that I would actually like to create that nobody else has ever created I haven't seen done I haven't seen anybody else choose and and I've been stopping myself and you know because I it's again that thing of like looking around and going I don't have any reference points for this you know and in favor of you know being like everybody else which Nobody's like anybody else, X-Men or not, you're, you're not like anybody else, you know? And so to refer and refer to and reference the people around you, this reality, how things are done, you know, the, the judgments of others, it's like, that is, it's so destructive and it kills our awareness. Like you were talking about Jenny, like the awareness that we have of the trees or the planet or the satellites or bodies or whatever. It's like those awarenesses are these unique, it's this unique awareness that we have. That's part of the creation of a future, which is also one of the great gifts of this X-Men like our capacities in this conversation. And if we don't be that, you know, we're going to get like I was yesterday, like, you know, either pissed, grumpy, depressed, despondent, you know, like shrink, shrivel, you know, all these things that, and as X-Men, we do everything, you know, 8 million times more dynamically than everybody else. We sure do. (laughs) So it was so cool this morning just to go, you know what? Fuck it. Like, fuck all of that. Fuck it. I am, because I ha- I also had this real story that I was separating. Like, I was like, well, if I don't want to be part of this or I don't want to do this, I'm doing separation. It's like, no, no, you know? Well, it, and this is where you, the awareness comes in because it's just like the, the one thing I've learned with, because with, with, I live my life like this in this mush of just like being so aware of stuff that no one else could perceive or be or know. And therefore getting stuck with it, exactly what you're talking about yesterday, and I still get it, but what saves me is the question. As soon as I conclude that it's this, 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 or this, yeah, then I lock myself up. And it's like the question mark, my body shows me the question mark. So there's something happens in my body. When I don't question, my body will show me. My body goes into like a curve of the spine, like sclerosis. Mm-hmm. And my body goes, and I'm like that oh, right, there's that pain again. What is that I'm not, oh, I'm not asking a question. Okay, if I ask a question, body, does that help? And it totally unravels the pain in my body that I've had all my life, Mm. didn't know what it was. It's my body talking to me in a different way. Yeah. As soon as I ask, what am I perceiving? Is any of this mine? It's just like, 
I'm aware of past, present, future. All X-Men are. Yeah. And when you go to the, what do I do with this? Then you can really begin to allow yourself to be with that energy. It is mm-hmm. just information. Yeah. It's like being aware of every uh, cell phone in the world, every conversation that's ever been made on a cell phone or a telephone <laughs> at once. And we hear all of that if you are diagnosed or non-diagnosed with OCD, ADHD, autism. All of that is part of those ways of functioning in the world that are unique to us. Now, get this. This is the bit that I love because X-Men are the diversity, which means that as a different being on this planet, if you really acknowledge your awareness and your capacities, you create more awareness and more capacities which allows you to function in that where you would be labeled in the world as like OCD and OCD isn't just like putting like um, tidying things up and the Mm. carpet must be aligned with the wall and all of this. It's not just linear. Yeah. OCD is being aware of everything and everything through other people. It's a bit like sense (laughs) eight. If you've seen that series, I love it. Um, It's where these, these people are aware of through other people, what's going on in the worlds around them. And that is where we can begin to really be aware of, like if you acknowledge that, right, okay, it's just information. What do I do with it? What can I be with this? Yeah. How can I change it? Yeah. And like totally what you're saying is like, it can feel like an, you know, like an overwhelm of so much um, for us all. But asking the question takes the body and the information to a different space then it's not right in your face. It's not like it's yours. And there's something with that. And um, Gary Douglas did a call on it last year, and it's basically like wherever you feel overwhelmed or wherever you feel depressed or wherever you feel something, one, you know, is that yours? Or two, are you actually aware of that in the world and trying to dissipate it, work with it, change it for that other people or the people around? Yeah. Yeah, and that, I mean, that, uh, who does this belong to is a tool in access consciousness that is so essential for X-Men. <laughs> um, and if you are not familiar with it, it's, um, it's just a question, you know, like Jenny was talking about, like, this, you know, asking questions and being in question is also really essential because it keeps us from locking things into our worlds and conclusions and all of that. But, um, but it's, it's a question that acknowledges, like it, it, it allows us to acknowledge and, and give ourselves space uh, that, you know, we do have this, these very immense levels of awareness of other people and you'll be perceiving the energies and the thoughts, feelings, and emotions and all that of people for miles around you, you know, sometimes miles, hundreds, thousands of miles, millions of miles, um, and um, aware of all of it. And we have never been taught that about awareness, really, period. Um, And we think it's ours. We think it belongs to us. So your neighbor is depressed and you are depressed. (laughs) 
you know, um, or that's a very simple, simple version of it, but it's like the world. You're just aware of the world and you're aware of all the things going on and you think all of it's yours. And when it's not actually yours, it's just an awareness. You can't handle it. Like when there are things that are yours that, you know, are limitations that you've put in place and you can handle them, you can clear them, you can ask a different question, you can choose beyond it. When it doesn't belong to you, you can't, handle it. You have to acknowledge this isn't mine. I'm actually aware. It's not a problem. It's awareness. It's awareness of like a huge level of awareness that most people don't have. And those that do are not willing to acknowledge that they have. And, um, and then it becomes, um, even just from asking that question, there's this space that can open up where you go, who does this belong to? Oh, it's not mine. Okay, cool. And you can, you know, return it to sender or whatever. Um, I've, I've got an amazing story to say, and I, I get it. Is, is it near break or something? Where in, yeah. in, I can say after break, but just really about like um, that question and, and being with the energy and, and following it. And knowing, cool. Yeah. Yeah, so, let's let's pause and um, we'll just you know leave people on the edges of their seats waiting for your story <laughs> after the break. <laughs> so um, thank you, everybody. We'll be back in just a moment with more. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Have you always wondered what it would be like to have more fun, ease, joy, and success in your business? What if your business could be more fresh, vibrant, and thriving every day? Heather Nichols' Generative Business Pods program is a six-month business creation intensive of embodying question, choice, possibility, and contribution as the main elements for creating a dynamically different and wildly successful business. What if exponential growth in your business and income could come from being more of you? Find out more at heathernichols.com forward slash business pods. Hi, this is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? A dreamer? A seeker? An outsider? Always wrong no matter how hard you try? What if there's a completely different way of functioning in this reality? What if you, truly being you, could change everything and the world? If you'd like to find out, go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me. Today, I live a life I couldn't even imagine possible at that time. I have the honor of traveling around the world facilitating thousands of people on how to change their lives with these very tools. I'd like to share some of them with you. Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for my free video series. My gift to you. What if the tools to change everything are available now? Are you ready to explore these tools in this energy live? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com. You know if this is for you. You always do. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. 
The bars is the first class in access consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Creating Beyond Reality with Heather Nichols. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to heather at heathernichols.com. That's heather at heathernichols.com. Now, back to Creating Beyond Reality. Welcome back, everybody. This is Heather Nichols. We're here this week with Jenny B. talking about X-Men and Unhiding You. And uh, Jenny was just about to, before the break, um, share a story. So bring it yeah. Just re- it's really about, um, like, just as you're talking about being really aware of others in the world. And sometimes, like, you know... Like on on the movies, right? Okay, X Men is not like the movies. You don't get this image and download, and you know exactly what it is that you're aware of, and therefore it's in a little box, and you can do this, this, and this, and it will change. Basically, it's like a real for me. It's an uncomfortable sensation in in my body, in my world. So it's like something that I cannot escape from, um, and like it will keep knocking on, on my, my space and my energy. I'm like, oh, that's that uncomfortable thing. So the first thing is I'd like, I, I be with that. I invite it and I say, hi, uncomfortableness, come and see me. What is it you're showing me that I've not acknowledged? Because it can be my body showing me something. So I don't go to the, what is this and exactly what is it? I don't go for the answer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, just invite mm-hmm. it. In. Yeah. So I wakened up one morning and I had this really uncomfortable energy and I'm like that, oh, I don't like that. And I asked so many questions about it for so long. You know this one well. Um, and literally, I was actually on your generative business pods at the time, and we had like one of those calls. And I'm like, Heather, I can't, you know, I really, I don't like this energy. I wish it would go away. And you're like, that well, you know, question, choice, expand out, really be with that energy and see where it comes. So like I practiced for, I would say, nearly six weeks with this real uncomfortableness in my world, this real uncomfortable energy that was um, excruciating for me. And I use that word not lightly, but literally mm-hmm. it would, I wanted to cringe in its face. And, it, mm-hmm. and you said, just be with it. So, and this is where I was still learning all the tools. So really expanding out and being with that energy. And it would waken me up at two o'clock in the morning and it would be like, there's that horrible energy again. All right, okay, it's not horrible. If it wasn't horrible, then, you know, what is this? If this was not wrong, what strength is this? And really asking questions to keep opening up but not looking for an answer. Mm -hmm. And literally at the end of three weeks, 
um, not the end of three weeks, but I wakened up one morning at four o'clock in the morning, bolt upright and went, oh, you're the energy of money. And then it was, I'd been asking for money in my world for so long. And there it was, like, knocking in my door. It's something that I'd pushed away. I wouldn't allow in my world. And I just got, like, that epiphany when you're asleep and you're just waking up and you go, wow, that's what that energy is. Hmm. And it's just like, I just knew. I didn't need to question. I didn't need to say what, you know, it was just like, this is what this energy is. Now what can I create with it? And that was me. That energy dissipated out my world because I became it. So it's like, I, you know, it's like, um, I see this as like the, the Terminator 2 when the guy gets his arm chopped off and it literally goes into that molten liquid and then he walks up to it and it just like, he, he pulls it in again and it's part of him again. So it's like we've cut off all those different awarenesses and ways of being that can actually communicate in the world around us and we begin to re-emerge and ask them to come to us, it can be something that we know is not comfortable to be with. So asking questions and allowing that energy to come in is a real bonus to to help you sort of like um, to embrace it. And like, you know, and then from there, you just ask questions, what, what can I be with this and what we can and I use this to my advantage or yeah. whatever. That is so, I love that story. It's so cool because it's, it's really, um, it has that energy of unhiding you, like in terms of just, it, like you, you thinking, oh, this is so weird. It's so uncomfortable. It's, and, you know, without question, we go to, you know, this is wrong. And yet it was just different, you know, a different energy, a new energy, an unfamiliar energy, an energy of money that you had never perceived before. You had never allowed yourself to perceive before. And now all of a sudden it's a gift and you get to actually have this awareness of, oh, okay, there's this energy and, and this is about money and this is about what I know about money and how, how I be with money and who I be with money and, I mean, this actually, we could do, we could, like, I'm actually doing a being, I'm doing a weekend class as, it's a being you with money class um, intro evening, and then a one day being you class and a one day X-Men class over um, the weekend of March 15th. And uh, to me, this is a, there's so much available with this conversation because, I mean, we, as X-Men, it's like, we know we know things about money that nobody else knows, but we make it so wrong. We have these capacities. We make them so wrong. And then we hide them. We kill them. We don't have access to them. We diminish what we can create um, because we're not actually willing to be aware of, of what that is. And, and so when you stay in the question and in the curiosity of what is this, mm-hmm. um, you know, then you get to uncover and unhide these energies and this awareness that you can then, you know, take into what you're creating and into the world and actually create with it. That to me is super exciting. Yeah. Cause you don't know how that's going to show up either. It's yeah. just awesome. It's so much fun. Yeah. And that, that's the bit that the adventurous kid, I mean, you, you see kids playing in the sandpit and you, they've got no idea how they're going to create something. We're taught as adults that, you know, there has to be like a formula, a strategy, a ABC. 
but literally we don't create in that way at all. We create by question choice and like being with what shows up. Um, I mean, take this call today. We we had no idea where this was going to go and what we were mm-hmm. going to talk about. Literally, we could we could continue this for the next week yeah, <laughs> and still totally. have lots to talk, yeah. talk about totally and utterly because we've hardly dipped into any more of the unhide. It's just like where we begin to get a crunchy energy and then it's easier to push that energy away out of our worlds uh, or cringe in the face of it and literally make ourselves smaller. And like, yeah. what else is there? Where else do we do that? And what is a capacity? Um, and you see, like, in the X-Men films that these guys are like, you know, if she touches him, she's got to wear gloves because if she touches him, he'll die. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, it's not like that. It's not like that. But there's also a beauty and, like, a real elegance of, of being those energies in the world that create our lives in a different way when we really allow them in. And some of them, you have an idea of what they are. Now, I know all my life I've seen things move. So, like, for me, like, um, any ornament in the house or any picture, um, be it photograph or be it um, painted or be it printed, it's never static. There's always movement in that picture. Um, mannequins um, in shop stores, um, in the mall, um, chairs, just, like, anything that's been created actually moves for me not in a way where it's like a Disney film and it dances about but if I'm not actually being present these things will facilitate me and move and catch my eye and like there's an energetic conversation that goes on that goes beyond words now all those sort of things are weird Um, and as a four-year-old I went to see a film that had moving um, sculptures in it and they were bad and they attacked the world and they killed people and blah 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 so I shut all of that down and didn't talk about it because if, if people knew that I saw things that move it would be bad, it would be wrong and these sort of things you forget about um, as you go up and you go older but kids have this in their world and if we really allow kids to be themselves and to communicate this with us then we can actually see well if they've got it, maybe I've got something similar. What have I shut down? And you begin to unfold and unwind everything that you have tied yourself up with to be, as we said earlier on in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, it's just like the whole X-Men, the whole um, Being You series, and like all of Access is about knowing that you know and there's so much diversity in this world that we shut down or switch off or eliminate because it isn't what we know. Yeah. Whereas if we actually ask a question and invite that diversity in, what can be more fluid with our worlds is that contribution if we allow it in. And really beginning to receive from what everyone else knows in the world. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. And that's the future, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, and this space, like, I'm just so grateful for this space, you know. Yeah. Um, It's really, um, it's like there's this amazing, like, the conversation and all of the words and the invitation to to look at something differently and then the space, you know. And that's, you know, what one of the things that we are so aware of um is um 
the space, you know, like what's actually like the energy of things and what's actually going on between the words and underneath the words and behind the words. And, and that's actually one place where ex- where we can make ourselves really crazy when there isn't like a, um, like a congruency, like the energy in the words is not congruent. Um, and, you know, we're perceiving these energies, but we're hearing these words and they don't match, you know, there's a, like a discordant, energy there um and so i just i wanted to name that um because that is it's all these unseen and and um energies that x-men have so much awareness of and also like how much are x-men aware of lies because they don't do judgment but they see behind it so when 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 adults tell kids something you know kids are like that yeah right they can see through their lies x-men are so aware of lies as people believe they literally can perceive right through it and know Mm. that that person is saying something to their face where they're actually really psychically aware of what is going on in their world not the words but it doesn't match the energy exactly what you said Mm -hmm. so what shows up is that incongruence and that dissonance or like I call it like a juxtaposition and my body jolts with it. It can be like for X-Men, words of anger can be like physically, um, like a physical slap. So if someone says words, it can be like physically in their world, it can penetrate them. But it's the same with the discordance that you're talking about. It can be physically met. So like the question for me would be like, you know, what is it you're really aware of there? Is it lies or something else? And what way can you be with that that will dissipate it? Because when you acknowledge it as a capacity, you invite it in and really be with it. And then it just melts that through everyone else's world. They can't be that. Mm -hmm. But what shows up is like that discordance hits you in the face because it's like, oh, there's something not right here. What is that? And until you really be with it and acknowledge and recall that yeah that's that energy that's okay I'm not wrong and really remind yourself to be with that energy then what starts to get built is that muscle of that capacity Um, and like uh, you know when you perceive the bullshit that comes up in the world around then you can you know basically just push it away by being you and it dissipates it doesn't hurt you or impact your world in the same way and that that's how capacities are really built by building the muscle of being present with them with the energies that you are told are so wrong or you must be wrong or bad or you must be crazy to know that mm-hmm. you are not yeah you can't actually, know that how dare you think you know that you know yeah all of those things it's like who the hell do you think you are you know um, um and you sp- you said you spoke with the next men facility this morning there, there is a whole lot of X-Men facilitators around the world. Um, and if you go to www.accessconsciousness.com slash X-Men, there's a list of people that have worked with children, have worked with adults, have children, are X-Men themselves that do intro classes, telecalls, one-day live classes in many languages around the world and two-day classes around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are all like it's like any access class you could go to one facilitator and get something about what they speak about you go to another facilitator and get something else from what they speak about yeah 
but the thing for X-Men for me is, is like we are together an energetic change in the world that we're all asking to create as like, um, I mean, X-Men don't really do separation. You mentioned this earlier on. We, mm-hmm. we are oneness. We're very much aware of what we're all going through. So we work together a bit like, um, what's it, the geese, the gaggle of the geese. So we all follow, we've all got the same path. But sometimes one of us will lead more than the other or another one will lead more than the other. And there's a diversity and a, a real um, allowance of the other facilitators that goes beyond competition that is not competition, that is something that is really embracing where we all have each other's backs. And, and I love that about X-Men and, and working with X-Men classes in different ways as well. Mm. We all have each other's backs with that, yeah. and that's that's unique in yeah. a lot of um, um, worlds. Um, so yeah. there there are classes that are available. So you can have a look there under classes. Um, I've also got a free Zoom coming up on capacities on the 14th of March, which is very similar to yours as well. Awesome. So people, people can sign up for that. It's under Jenny B on Access Consciousness. Um and I've got a telecall on eating disorders. And I just wanted to tap into a bit about that. Yeah, um, please. Um, I've, I've been a psychotherapist and, and worked in psychiatric hospital. And a lot of the tools that were used were CBT and actually teaching people to educate them with their behavior and what that created. Now, one of the things I tapped into earlier on in this call is like where we feel a certain energy, and that can be like a thought a feeling as in sensation or an emotion. And then we sort of lump all of that together, think it's ours, and then create that in our bodies or live with that. And until we really begin to look at what our unique pattern with food is, with our bodies are, and with our capacities of all of that, then we don't know how to be with it in the world. So I'm doing a two-day telecall on eating disorders, anorexic and bulimia with X-Men and really looking at what is it that you can create in your body when you're aware of things? What is it you do to stop you uh, with food or with like not eating or with eating? or And what way can you dissipate energies or work with energies in a different way? So there's a lot about energetics and what you're aware of. Mm. And that's also part of... Um, um, it will be an ongoing series, I get as well. There's a lot more there. Um, yeah. Um, so there's that, and there's also, I've got a, a class coming up in live and live streamed throughout the world on the 6th and 7th of April, and that's the two-day X-Men Disabilities or Abilities class, which I, I love. I'm for that. <laughs> I know, and we have a new manual that's been used maybe the last six months. Um, um, it's just been edited and, and repackaged, and it's ready to rock. Um, that's so cool. Um, we're hopeful to get languages for that as well. And then the X-Men facilitators as well around the world, some of them do one-day classes. You're doing a one-day class. Um, and then there's a there's a French lady that can do one-day classes as well, Carol. Yeah. Um, so they're available in the world as well. So yeah. these are like the prerequisites to go to the two-day. The two-day has foundation or the one-day class. So if anyone's going to your class, Heather, the one-day class, they have the prerequisites. They have the prerequisites for a two-day class. Yeah. And there's myself, there's Diva Diaz, and there's Cara Wright that also do t- 
two-day classes and there will be a facilitators program for more people to train and all of that as well and it's just really exciting about where we are really choosing to not make anything wrong and evolve past this wrongness or this limitation or this hiding that we've done for so long about many many things yeah yeah i mean it's really like the world is not going to the world doesn't really want to know what we know, (laughs) you know, and so, and nor will the world acknowledge what we know and the difference that we be, we have to do that for ourselves. And these conversations have really helped me to do that. And I mean, that's to me, like one of the greatest pieces of really starting to show up with creation in a different way is, Mm -hmm. um, and and to be able to create things like greater than I've been able to create before is, is acknowledging what my capacities are, what my awareness is, what do I, what it is that I know that other people don't know how different I actually be. Um, and something we have to gift to ourselves. And it's so amazing too, to have people um, to have these conversations with who are interested in that conversation as well. Um, so I just, I love the X-Men classes. They're, they're fast, they're fun, they're creative, they're juicy, they're jaw dropping, they're informative, they're, you know, awe inspiring. Um, really like it's to me, it's like one of the greatest classes to really, really get out of the wrongness of you in every way. And, uh, I'm so excited that there's a lot more of them happening now, you know. Um, I'm looking forward to the, the one-day class that I'm doing is um, March 17th. It's live only in Boulder, Colorado, so you have to come to Colorado. Um, the two classes okay. before it, the Being You with Money and the Being You one-day class, are going to be live-streamed. Um, so you can join us. Um, the, the whole weekend, I get it, we'll have an X-Men flavor i mean everything i do has an x-men flavor to it i can't well you can separate it (laughs) right exactly um so um and then i'm also doing a telecall a six-part telecall um april 3rd through 17th um all on the about the x-men um conversation and creation so there's a lot coming up jenny's class is going to be live streamed i'm going to be on that one as well yeah and diva's Um, doing um Spanish live stream at the same time as well, two-day class in Buenos Aires. So it's just like, wow. Yeah. There's so much happening in the world and people are really choosing this, not for like, I want to be an X-Men, but really acknowledging that it's not about being an X-Men. It's about unlocking everything that you are and be in the world that can actually create something different. Exactly what you're saying, that creation piece is just yummy. It's gorgeous. Yeah. that's, That's one of the things that I love about this conversation is when you, cause you, you, when you hide yourself, when you, when you diminish you, when you don't acknowledge the greatness that you are as the difference that you be, you, you, you give, you like lock out of your own world, the very capacities and awareness that you have to create everything that you're asking for. And, you know, sometimes you don't even know what you're asking for because you don't really have you. And so the way that this conversation unlocks creation um, by giving you 
all this awareness and curiosity about what you actually are, what you are, not even who you are, what you are, what you are, <laughs> um, is uh, it's really cool. It's really cool. And people realize, oh, I didn't actually desire that or I do. And now I actually have the awareness of, you know, how to create it. Or I realize that I have, I mean, a lot of times we have capacities as we've talked about here and there, we have capacities that we turn against ourselves, you know, so you may have a capacity with bodies or with money or with, you know, that you actually is so different and so not found anywhere in the world that you have turned it into a wrongness and turned it against you, you know, now what would it be like if you could actually, you know, destroy and uncreate that and get over it and choose beyond it and choose to receive the gift that that is, in totally. your world and in the world um, and use it to create rather than to diminish you. Yeah. All my life, Heather, I thought I was crazy. I was mad that I never fitted in. I, I couldn't see how everyone else functioned in that way. And I kept trying to make their way work. Everyone, school, family, everybody else, work, everything. And it never worked, never, yeah. ever worked. And so yeah. I just thought I was wrong. Yeah. And then along came access. This is me as a psychotherapist. I still believed that even the tools I used in myself then didn't particularly unlock anything. Acknowledging that I'm slightly different. <laughs> yeah, slightly. <laughs> just slightly. <laughs> Acknowledging that opened up my world immensely because I'd just let go of the wrongness. That yeah. it was okay to be that different. Yeah. Even if no one received it, who cares? I can yeah. still be me. Yeah. And I, there's a joy in my world that has never, ever, ever been present since I was like literally in the womb, I would say, honestly. Wow. Oh, there's a joy in my world that is so allowing of me being me. And that, I'm just really grateful for the access tools for that. And this is why I do these classes is that I really want other people to get that there is no wrongness, that them being them is a joy and a possibility that the world is asking for. Yeah absolutely yes 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 so will you everybody listening and in closing we have like one more minute um will you acknowledge (laughs) the difference that you be and even if you don't know what that is it's not about defining it but just start to go huh okay let me play with that you know let me ask about that let me get curious about that and um and every problem is a possibility. <laughs> every single problem is a possibility. Yeah. It's something different. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm so grateful for you, Jenny. This has been so delicious. Um, no, it's gone by so quickly. I'm really grateful to be on and, you know, um, and share some of what's going on with me and my world as well and, and talk to you about all of this. It's just like great. Yeah next (laughs) can't wait for our class season i know me too me too what's happening in the world and there was just one more thing i wanted to say dane here is doing a a year thing um a year class called um be different stay weird yeah and you can sign up for a month or a year um course with him um and part of that for the first month is the taste of being is part of the sign up for that so you get given that as your first month if oh, you cool. join awesome cool so, and that's um that's on the access to being the next website too yeah it's yeah. it's actually a kajabi so you'll find it on facebook is the best place to look and look oh, it'd be different stay weird yeah 
Okay. Awesome. All right. Thanks for being here, everybody. And we will be back next week with more. Thank you, Jenny. Have a Thank good Thank you, week, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today for Creating Beyond Reality. Make sure to join Heather Nichols again next Monday at noon Pacific and 9 p.m. Central European time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another adventure into the brilliance of you. Have an amazing week of possibility and creation.